I gotta stay. That's the remix. Yeah. That's the remix. That remix is hard uh-huh. as hell. Who's all on this one? Uh, Trick Daddy. Okay. Yeah, he's on there. Slump Dog, I think. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 okay. I'll listen to it today. Uh, oh, yeah. What up, though? Scalpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up? What's happening? Hump Day. Another yeah. wonderful day in the neighborhood in hot ass Texas. Yep. Not quite as. They actually was a cooler day. It was only, Yeah, it had that rain earlier. It was only like 95. But uh, other than that, another great day in the neighborhood. We are trying to stay fly. That's it. That's pretty much it. Another great day in the sports world. Uh, we're taking the peak at right now. We got some uh, Major League Baseball going on with the Cubs and the Phillies. Prime time on ESPN. Pretty much coming down the stretch as far as what teams are going to be in the race Man. for the playoffs. They the Yankees, out. Yankees out there kicking the entire um, American League ass in Detroit. We are damn near dead last. Dead ass last. Yeah. We worse yes. than the Orioles, and they are like super bad, which means we are worse than horrible. It's pretty fucking embarrassing. Yeah, you know. But it's okay. Um, yeah, I got the chance to go to that game last weekend when they came to town. Oh, yeah. I went to the one the next day, and it was not pretty. Nah. Well, it was straight. We were winning up until about the seventh, and then dude hit a basis clearing triple. It was like, oh, okay. Time to go. To the night that I went, um, me and my man Vince, and then I saw they went in the extra innings, but we had left by that point. They went in the extra innings, and it pretty much ended with a uh, walk-off homer, and then that was it. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, still was good to check out the Ranger Stadium for one of, you know, probably my last time. Last time, you ain't gonna get back out there before the end of the year. Nah, nah, that's it. So, but the rest of it was pretty, you know, still just always a good experience to actually literally go to a ball game. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, some, some hot, (laughs) some hot news and WNBA. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then they had a brawl. Then uh, you got a no. They had a brawl. Well, they had they, a brawl. A bunch of people got suspended. Ooh, but Brittany Griner, she got three games. But it give was, it up for the ladies. They, they, <laughs> look, they, they was out there like, hey, look, dog, you ain't gonna just run up on on my people. We ain't gonna do nothing. Nah, so. nah, not at all, not at all. But even then, they were even in the aftermath. They was like, you know, that's just emotion. You know, you gotta kind of still represent the game a lot better. Almost especially Diana Taurasi came off the bench like. Ooh, let's where the smoke. Oh, OG. Yeah, exactly. She for real OG. <laughs> the OG of them all. Um, so yeah, so that that that's an important thing going on. Um, other than that, you also have. Uh, oh, I see somebody got cut from the past. Oh, okay, never mind. It wasn't nothing too major. You got a. Uh, oh wow. A chef files a lawsuit against Antonio Brown. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> man, stay in all the news. Bruh, listen here. And I tried to tell people. <sighs> we'll get it in a minute. So you got some football news. Uh, Brock Nation is partnering up with the NFL also uh, on some initiatives that are very, uh, very important, very critical. Um, USA Basketball is kind of rounding out their uh, FIBA team right now. You see they lost in the scrimmage today? No, I ain't peeped that. They lost in the scrimmage to a U.S. select team that consists of a bunch of. Let's see who who would you know off this list? Okay, 
Justin Anderson. He been elite. Sounds familiar. He played at Virginia. That's what I thought. Okay. He was here for a little while. Yeah, Scotty ah, Ho- okay. Scotty Hobson played at Tennessee. Um, Dequan Jeffries played at Tulsa. Um, Chianu Onuaku he played at Louisville. Um, Travis Trice from State. Oh wow! And Travis Ware. Yeah. So what is Trice is, in, is Trice in the G League then? I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, he played for the Austin Spurs. Oh well, he must have got pulled. He probably got some plug through uh. Probably through, uh, Forbes then. Oh yeah, possibly. Yeah, and and Pop that would yeah. that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, Austin Spurs. That's you know they affiliate. most definitely. Yeah, so yeah, you know they brought in they they got beat in the scrimmage by the select team. Hmm. Well, it's not any cause of concern because at that point you're like, all right, well let's see what we got to work with. Which it's, I mean, at the end of the day, you had guys. You got what Diarian Fox. Um. What's some other names that I saw out there? Make them yeah, Ken, but just guys Tatum, that, that Brown. probably ain't never played with each other before. Besides, okay, we got Tatum and Brown, but as a as a brand new unit for a lot of these guys, I mean, I ain't really expecting a whole lot. I'll expect more as they practice with Pop, and then I think Kerr is an assistant. So as they play with these guys more, I'll expect more out of them then. They, but they should have just went ahead and signed. The Olympic Hall of Famer got my boy Melo in there. Then ate him in straight. <laughs> he to put up thirty a night, you know. Exactly, Melo that came out there got them boys in line. <laughs> Man, listen, and uh, it's funny to still see a lot of this being what it is. I think he'll end up getting a spot somewhere before the season starts. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, he had a great interview with Stephen A. That just kind of allowed him to. Speak his piece. He made a lot of sense out of everything. He most definitely is better than majority of the guys in the NBA from a skill set perspective. Oh yeah, definitely a good portion, you know. But a lot of that just come down to: Are you gonna play your role? Yeah, and 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 he spoke to that aspect of it. Not not only you know being willing to play that you know bench player role, player role as a scorer ultimately. Or even doing other things, you do well. I mean, he still gets rebounds well. He posts up well. He can shoot the hell out the ball. Um, he's not like a turnover king. He's just one of them guys that would be accustomed to getting a lot of shots. Well, with Melo, Melo is a dude of feel of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you got to get him in, get him something early, get him some touches. Absolutely. So that he can get, you know, get heated up and get into, get into a groove to where when he was in OKC, there was more of, hey, you know, we need you to be a spot up shooter. Mm-hmm. Melo ain't never been a spot up shooter. Melo got to take a couple dribbles and you know get a little bit closer to the basket. You that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, his that, rhythm that, is creating his, his game. own shot. Yeah, yeah, it's creating his own shot. He ain't. He's not a. I'm just gonna go to the corner, spot up, wait for mm-hmm. the ball to come, and as soon as it come, I'm about to no. That is that's ain't who he is. He ain't never nah. been that. He's, no. he's not a three point shooter. And no, you, and you you can't make somebody a three point shooter. And he can he can even if he does that, it still has to come off a swing where he's. I mean, yeah, he might have spotted up for that moment, but it's the ball has swung around to him at that point. That's just not what he he, he ain't camping out in our three point line. Right. They wanted him to do that a lot in uh, Houston, and that just wasn't gonna be his flow. So I will, even when he got released from there, I understood it, but it was still like mad early and why they did it to at least give it a go as far as uh. You know, I don't know. I can't speak to too much of that, but what I can speak to, he's still a guy that want to get out there and ball. 
and he can go out there. And, you know, I see him still signing with the Lakers. Hell, it might be a it might be a bench spot with the Clippers. Cause I mean, you, see, you got a guy like Lou that's going over there. He he ain't no basketball dummy. So no. and neither is Doc. So Tyrone Lou just Tyrone Lou just signed over. I think he might just signed over with them today as an assistant. Go ahead and find a way to, for him to become like bench points for the Warriors. Man, she. That's about fourteen easy. Let Melo, Melo come off the bench for like the Warriors and come in and give you 14, 15, you know. Well, that, that's a hard off, ass off team. That sec, off that second unit to where, especially <laughs> once Clay come back, because then you can have D'Angelo and Melo out there maybe running that second unit. But that's a tough with, ass team. To with, play. You know, that way you don't feel like you get a scoring drop off. Now, what you're going to lose, you're going to lose some defense because mm-hmm. Melo ain't going to move his feet. But no. No. You know, just just ideas, and it, but but like I said, the real basketball minds from a coach perspective recognize all that. So it's just they know what they have. Not that I, I would I would, I, would, I put it like that. Long as teams know what he's willing to give them from a six man perspective, he don't need to drop I no lower than six that. Six man, I would just a. Well, he's gonna a start good, some a lot of nights too. Though, seven, depending seven on what's to going eight, on. six to eight. Man, that can come in, be your body, give you some, give you some offense. Also, somebody you know that if you kind of need a bucket, he is an option that can get you. Give a, you he can give you a bucket. <laughs> He'll give you a few with no problem. You know, it ain't a, it ain't a nightly thing. It ain't a mellow closing out the game down the stretch. Right. You don't need that. I got Steph and Clay Thompson for that. Well, but, not just or, that part. You know, that's and that's in the Warriors. You know. Yeah, and that's situation. just and that's just them. But it was yeah. still fit in LA. That would fit in uh that would fit with the Clippers. Um I dare to say that would fit with the Celtics. I don't know what they got roster space wise. Uh, I don't know if anybody nah, would, if it moves uh, down. Them do nah. I, I don't see Well nothing shakes up. That's the thing. Nothing I don't shakes see, up. No, I don't see um Boston, because for Boston, the ball gotta the ball gotta have too much motion with it and it's gotta move a lot. And, Carmelo, he don't move a lot without the ball. Yeah, Carmelo will get caught up in an ISO situation. I could see, shit, I could have saw him with Detroit on the second unit. We just signed Michael Beasley, whatever. Um, maybe in Miami. True. You know, somebody like that. Um, like I said, it should be interesting. But I'll say ultimately, yeah, ultimately we've probably named all the teams aside – and you never know; it could be a surprise out there because it's still you still got to think about guys. I mean, teams like Philly, you got to think about I teams about like uh, the Bucks, and it's still other teams out there that'd be more than willing to say, "Hey, give me a veteran scorer that just want to come and do that." And I ain't got it. I ain't got to worry about him being unprofessional. I ain't got to worry about nothing but him, you know, doing what he gonna do every night. And like you said, it ain't got to be every night. If he play 50 games, you got enough. You know what I'm saying? He going to have a break just being a, 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 a you know, an elder statesman, elder statesman per se. Man, he didn't play all, all, pretty much none yeah. last year. So you ain't got to you – know, you, get, you get 50, 60 tops out of him at about 14 a night, boy. You got, you got your veterans minimum out of him easily. So you know that'd be interesting to see what's go going with that, but but yeah, besides like you know the the, the FIBA team getting rounded out right now, the NBA is pretty quiet. 
Um, it ain't a whole lot going on from an NCAA basketball perspective just yet either. But uh, you well, know, everybody uh, nah, getting no campus. Nah, um, you had the um, NCAA reversing. They, oh, they amended. <laughs> yeah, they amended the yeah. <laughs> the quote unquote rich Paul rich Paul rule. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. Okay. You're right. We don't need a college. You're like exactly. Like, yeah. No shit. Like everything else, being certified, three cool. years being an agent. Yeah. Cool. All of those make sense because it makes sense for you to have agent experience. It may you know all of those things. Yeah. To say yeah, you don't have a degree. That's just that, asinine. That's that's one of them unnecessary barriers that. Doesn't need to, that didn't need to be there because isn't you know just because you got a degree ain't necessary that that's gonna make you a better agent because of some no. fact that more than likely what if you became an agent and nothing you went to school for was it ain't like you went to I, I majored to become an agent it was you know you might have took some business classes or sports management yeah you might have done that every degree. program doesn't have sports right <laughs> so you know what happened if i was in school did one thing and then midway through i was like you know what that's what i want to do but i'm too far into this degree to me change my whole degree so let me go ahead and finish this general studies Absolutely. and then you know get get the degree and, you know so i can say i got the paper and that i pretty much to say i started something i finished something so and with with that being what it is, that just really takes all the the puff out of it. Now you know they it's it's all fair and fair game at this point. Also, uh, in the tragedy sense, you know the the Steelers lost their receivers coach. Right, I saw uh, that. Yeah, and that's that was a blow to them because I mean hell, you could just think of so many. Oh, the Wizards. Side note, no, we we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. But yeah, you just think about so many really good receivers that came out of Pittsburgh and, you know, shit, tight ends too that have played there and who he's had a hand on from Antonio Brown and you got Heath Miller. Juju. Juju and just some of these other young guys, man, that, that you see kind of coming up through their ranks. Uh, Eli Rogers, young guys like that that he's got he's had his hand on for a brief moment. Um, Washington, I can't remember his first name, but at the end of the day, he's just, oh James Washington, yeah, yeah, out of um, he out of Oklahoma State. They're expecting him to have to be the juju from last year. Yeah, he he get open, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. he just wasn't going to get a lot of looks. Can just no, consider how the layout you had was. Two tar- you had juju, yeah, you, you had, had Antonio, and then you had your tight ends. It was ultimately the best like one two tandem receiver wise in the whole league last year. So yeah, he. But he's going he's to get plenty of looks this year. Um, but, yeah, losing that coach, you know, that's a blow to a lot of the guys. and who, you know, Who's been on there, who been under him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because one thing they never could say about that team is that they ain't had no damn receivers for, for shit. <laughs> yeah, they keep some For how long? <laughs> so that's been the mainstay up in Pittsburgh. But, yeah, that loss is definitely a blow. And I'm sure they'll find somebody, you know, Reputable to replace him, but that's kind of you know that's kind of hard. We got to replace right there. Um, and speaking of the NFL and just still as adjacent, it's a lot of Antonio Brown news going on still. Um, if it ain't his feet, it's his helmet. Now it's his chef is suing him for forty thousand dollars in a civil suit. I don't know. I don't know how this guy's keeping his name. Hey, man. <laughs> like the craziest shit ever, but he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say no such thing as black bad publicity. 
I, I guess so. And I almost will beg different when it comes to the NFL. But, I mean, hey, they already signed him. So, because this fool, he was, th- he was threatening to retire if he couldn't play in his old helmet. Which, in some aspects, like, I understand you want the familiarity with a certain type of helmet. You also have to understand, like, <laughs> you can't. And I guess his previous helmet was kind of like grandfathered in because he already had it. Okay, so what happened was last year they put in a rule for the new standards for the new helmets. Right. If you had a helmet that was being banned, last year was your grace period year. So uh-huh. Tom Brady did it, and Rodgers went through that. AB went through it. It's a list of players who went through it last year. This year they understood, okay, I have to move to this new helmet. AB, the reason his helmet is being outlawed is because his helmet is 10 years old. You probably shouldn't play with a helmet that's 10 years old. That's that's very I factual. Mean, you know, coming it may be a, comfortable. Coming but, from a former yeah, high but school I, football I, I'm just saying, you, I, I think anybody who's played football, I don't think you want to play in a helmet that's taking 10 years of hits. That's You know, even if you don't get hit a lot, you the motion of putting it on, taking it off, you're it's, it's getting impact to it at some point. After 10 years, yeah, I don't think the durability of that helmet or the safety of that helmet is is as good as it can be. Now, his loophole, he's trying to find a newer helmet of that same model that's probably like five, six, seven years old because then it will fall inside the 10-year thing Yeah, to to be able to be like, okay, hey, this, you know, this helmet ain't 10 years old. And like I say, yes, helmets, I, I understand that part. Cause I I know the type of helmet he got. It's more it's like an air helmet, mm-hmm. and those were comfortable back in the day. But yeah, I've seen a lot of the newer helmets, and it's like you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it more safe. They're trying to mm-hmm. absolutely no, NFL. What they're trying to do is cover their ass. Is as far as hey man, we told you don't go out there with these unsafe helmets. Just in case your brain gets scrambled, we've already shut up. The hell was that? I have no idea. Okay. Um, in case your brain gets scrambled, we don't want to get sued again. <laughs> Unnecessarily. <laughs> so it's point. like, yeah, we're trying to cover ourselves. And, you know, of course, because they've already paid out ass load of money in regards to old CTE settlements and things of like that to old um, retired players. So it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Like I say, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to sit out. He ain't gonna give up that much money. And nobody believed him in the first place. Like, first of all, shut up. Anybody listen to your ass? You update this helmet and keep playing. That's a lot of talking. Oh, that's that's all. He do a whole lot of it. Apparently, I think I find more, I get more kicks out of, and I don't do any commenting. I'm very proud of myself, but I get more of a kick out of people who, you know, that's right. Ab, you let them know you don't need this game. Like, man, listen. You took first of all. First of all, <laughs> you'd be a fool to think that 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 man don't want to play no damn football. Okay, you ain't just signed a multi million dollar contract for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> okay, for them to be like, because trust me, he got a certain amount that's guaranteed. Shit, Calvin Johnson pissed that the Lions took back a million dollars when he retired. So you you think he yeah. you think AB ain't gonna be mad that the, when the Raiders come asking him for this certain amount of money? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> be that fool if you want to. Right. <laughs> Thinking he playing with keeping his uh, pride intact. It ain't about all that. That man got a job. He got a lucrative career, 
and he's going to continue to, you know, flourish and, and doing what he do as long as his QB can match up with his style of, uh, of receiving. But the rest of that would be all fluff. He'd be all fluff. A lot of that trash he talked leaving out of Pittsburgh, he doing the same. It carried over. At yeah, the end I mean, of the day. he, he going to be who he is. So, you know, good luck to any Raiders fans out there who didn't think this would go. <laughs> this came with the territory. This is – and honestly – these moments of AB, as for me, as tough as it is to see, I dare to say that Pittsburgh saw it coming. And for them, it's like, listen, I'm not going to keep dealing with this. It's no telling how much it is. They probably kept under wraps anyway. And they said that. They said that there was, you know, more or less the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. So why keep dealing with it? It all makes sense. But Pittsburgh, the crazy ones. Nah, if a whole organization is saying one thing, Despite the whole, even with the Le'Veon piece and this and that, even he had some little... Well, you got to remember, fans see things strictly and, hey, if he can produce, you should be willing to put up with him because he puts up numbers on the field. And to an extent, yeah, that's true. Right. How long do you put up with it? Absolutely. And to the effect of... Do we have enough confidence to recruit just like we recruited his ass? Yeah, like, you know, I can. <laughs> hey, I mean, geez. eventually AB going to slow down. So do I want to be locked into a player who, while good, we have a tumultuous um, relationship? Do I want to be locked into that? The answer to that question is no. Um, it's, like you said, yeah, he producing. Absolutely. And we got a young dog that, it, A, from an explosion impact. He his own man in his own right. Yeah, all we gotta do in, is get him that ball. He came in, did his thing. So he got the opportunity, to ran with it. And well, then, Connor now, and Juju, Juju is what yeah, I'm saying. Juju and AB was hating on Juju because Juju won Team MVP last year. AB was salty, and ain't no telling what kind of trash he talked about that. They didn't expose to the public. Well, he talked trash to Juju on Twitter about that. Yeah, that's true. You no, know? that was true. And <laughs> Juju just was taking shots like, yo, dog, <laughs> I'm just here, man. But right. when it's all said and done, you know, you know, I, I would love to say, you know, I wish A.B. well. A.B. going to be all right. A.B. rich. A.B. one of the best athletes in, in all the football and, and all the sports. He going to be fine. He going to be in a new stadium next year. He going to get more spotlight on him like he won't. Let's just see how it plays out for the Raiders organization overall because it's still no telling. But everything he want, he is getting, and and you know whether it be from a a trash talk aspect or he ain't pay his damn chef. Everything he want, he getting, mm-hmm. and I ain't got <laughs> hey, I ain't got nothing to say. I just want to see the football season play out. Speaking of football and watching it all play out, as we've you know kind of have done, or or more or less have people have their own uh, social protest about you know Rock Nation, which is. Uh, Headed and owned by Sean Carter, Jay Z has partnered up with the NFL to uh, produce their halftime show, at least the next coming one, along with partnering with social justice issues. What I, which I think people are skipping that aspect of it, and they're just looking at him partnering to produce the halftime show. Yeah, it's like a piece of it. So, and it's and it's merely just a piece, but it's like a sensible piece first and foremost, considering the nature of his business. But well, the, you know, the big thing is that when it got released, it wasn't a bunch of, it wasn't like a bunch of notes or a bunch of detail around it. So when something like that comes, some news like this comes, and it's coming off the back of, Ove was a supporter of Colin. Not was, he still is. 
Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say was. He still is. Um, coming off of that, you know, last year, no, I'm not doing the Super Bowl show because, you know, y'all on some BS. Mm-hmm. You know, people expected to that's just going to be the continuous F the NFL. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, Jay-Z is still a business dude. And if it's, if you're trying to use this platform to possibly move the discussion forward. Oh, yeah. Hands you know, down. You see, you know. You got to hit it head on. Yeah, you know, you can't just saying we ain't going to, we're not talking to them, we're not doing anything. We're going to do it for ourselves. I get it. I get that mentality. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, that's the guerrilla mentality. That's the the down in the trenches mentality. Absolutely. And he's like, okay, we've done that part. We For three years, we've done that part. Now, when do you take the next steps to Try to move the dis- move the discussion and, and, and move it. It always has direction. to be a next step. Yeah, it always has to be a next step on both ends of it because just like you've got the uh, you've got several different initiatives that they support very heavily, whether it be breast cancer awareness, domestic abuse awareness. They have a special month where they you know have a lot of their you know fatigue accent jackets and jerseys and blah blah blah. That one to- is. The, it's it's pushed already. It's financially pushed already. Yeah, and the fact that the, that the military pay for that, but I, I just get say, it. I just say it still falls. It still kind of falls in line with y'all support other aspects of things extremely heavily, but in this one, if y'all take a full on, at the end of the day, it was gonna be. It was always gonna be that 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 dark cloud that was gonna hover over the NFL if y'all didn't really do it. Now, honestly, the NFL. Has began and certain teams had already began. Yeah, putting specific money initiatives. They were putting money towards, it, but nobody knew it. So they they well, really needed no, well, somebody they, else. They to knew this. what people looked at it as like that's the NFL doing this to try to um, make up, save face, yeah, that type of situation. You know, on this on this other end, like we okay, NFL is going so far this direction. Now they're wanting to bring it back. You know, we want to start these coalitions and these different committees and stuff to work, you know, to discuss and work on these issues and, you know, have dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after some, when you see kind of how they operate, you can understand why people are like, man, you know, they ain't really in this for real. They trying to throw some money at it to cl- to kind of make them look oh, good. Course. In oh, the public right. appease, so you, yeah, the so you understand why people are looking at it funny. But if, like I said, I see both sides of it. So one side, I'm like, if you can get their money and you can take their money to help push initiatives that are going to help people who need it. I don't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah. You know, like I say, it's, it's, it's that, it's kind of like, it's that, it's like blood money. It's like, what did you do to get this money? And I, I see that that narrative i understand why people have that narrative so yeah, i'm interested it. just to see more information come out in the future um just just so i can make you know you can just have a, a better more information to make a better decision or make a better judgment on it what you or what you're seeing well is that that's the absolute aspect nobody can make a full-on judgment about any of it because we don't have enough details we don't know what the we don't know what the game plan is per se so where again, I could go through, take a look at different threads here and there, people speaking on it, and it's that whole, oh, Hove only out for itself. 
or uh saying a lot of that uncle tom or he's a sellout or saw that and it's in my and, and and ultimately it's really the reality is you only saw rock nation nfl that's all people saw they never saw yeah. and and a lot of it was because the headline i saw with mass appeal specifically on instagram and it was only dedicated to rock nation nfl halftime show being produced Nothing that says social justice initiative, which is honestly the most important aspect of all of that. And if anybody could recognize, you know, Ho's track record, whether it be, shit, I think even, of course, uh, Khalif Browder, whether it be uh, his affiliation with Meek, whether it be, I mean, shit, you can go down a list. Yeah, he got a, a, a list of something. You know, it's a lot of stuff that he got. Ferguson. That he got his name um, behind that don't always get publicized, but... And him and him and his wife, they like to keep it that way, right? But when it comes down to it, ultimately, um, people gotta you gotta also look at a person's track record. Does he have a track record of pulling some old Uncle Tom type stuff? No, he does not. You cannot count the dismantling of Rockefeller Records. None of that should count. And I know I would. I'd bet. I dare. I bet a hundred dollars that you will see that in the thread somewhere. I've heard. I've read interviews though that the sale of Rockefeller. Was, was all, already in place. That was already going to happen. <laughs> like I've heard interviews with Biggs saying that it was like Rockefeller was already going to be sold. Him and Dame already said yeah, it. They were like it was already going to be sold. Him, Hove ended up being the vice president of Def Jam is what made everything look way more cloudy and stuff. But or made people look at it like, wait a minute, what the hell? But it was happening with girls. Yeah, the seller, the seller Rockefeller. They said they was like our whole goal was to get it up to a certain amount, then sell it off. Yeah, that's business. Yeah. <laughs> so, but when when all that's said and done, because it has the social justice in it and then everybody, you know, I can understand people like, you know, Cap ain't got no job, so I don't want to support it. I understand that ideal, but we don't even know how much he was involved. I can, I would dare to bet money he was involved, but I don't, we don't know how much he was involved or an influence, at least to Rock Nation side. To say, okay, if you're gonna do this, or since you're, since y'all getting close to this, let's hash out some bullet points to make sure we approach, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be. He'd been involved in that from the jump. I mean, especially after Cap, you know, with his lawsuit and everything. After that went, you know, and did what it did. Yeah, it's like it's the next step. It's most. It was most yeah. definitely the next step. Um, I can't sit here and say that he hasn't gotten any looks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's talked to any teams. He doesn't really speak a whole lot. Right. And that's probably for the best. But when it's all said and done, um, yeah, and they're talking about it right now. Yeah. So when it's all when it's all said and done, you just want to see what occurs. And them doing this partnership, in my opinion, is the ultimate hey, to hell with all y'all, uh, more or less Trump supporting, you know, wanna call us sons of bitches. Yada yada yada, we have to do what's right for our players and for you know just I'm, for in the love of active for the sake of activism like, overall. But like I said, the NFL got so much money that shit they gonna do both because you already got owners who still gonna donate shit. Stephen Ross just is like, yeah, I don't he he's like, yeah, I don't agree with a lot of Trump's stances, but I'm conservative so, and I'm a Republican, so that's who I'm. You know that's. You you got that that's gonna happen regardless. So Kenny no, Stills had a little bit to say about that. Yeah, I, I saw was, that. That <laughs> was I interesting. That. Yeah, so that like I said, that part ain't gonna change. I mean, you know, it's the the NFL can 
get on get with this initiative and start putting money towards them, but shit, they're still gonna back in. They're gonna protect their interests. Mm. And and something interesting in baseball, Scherzer look like he coming back pretty soon. They said this weekend. Yeah, he been out for a minute. Yeah, he was out for. I, I noticed that injury he had. Um, yeah, took him out for a little bit. But yeah, all all of the above, you know, it's all it's all very important. It's all you know, it's very important for the country, and especially for a sport that you know, like you said, and everybody knows how many you know black males and employees. So for it to have a direct and it's already directly tied to you know, black social activism in itself. And that's just it. And uh, anybody who doesn't think it does, you a liar. <laughs> you can't sit here and say, we're not, black folks aren't just making these stories up. These aren't just <laughs> sketch comedy skits on on people's phones. So, you know, the rest of it, you know, hey, I, I just want to, you know, I, I won't quote unquote applaud the action. No, I but just, just, just want to see. I, I just want to see. I want to see what it does. I want to see the plan in place. And then, you know, let's give it a couple, you know, even with this, you got to give it a couple years to really, you know, get moving. Yeah, to see, okay, we took this step. What what do these steps lead to? What kind of, what what did the money go to? What did programs did it go to? That kind of Most thing. Most definitely. And it's all, man, possible. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. But I will say, <laughs> if nothing else, the halftime show will be better. <laughs> this shit's been, you know, rather hit or miss. I mean, the halftime show is is, is going to be what it is, man. Because you got too many crowds that you're trying to please, and you you got they try to hit. Got, they try got, to hit. You got a small portion that can overlap, but if you go if you sway too far hip hop, then we may be on it. But you got a whole side of fans that gonna be like, man, we don't know none of this shit, and, and vice versa. If you go rock, but you know, if you go that side. They're going to be more fans just because it's just more on that side who will notice it. So you always, yeah, that's why you're always going to have to have a little bit of a mix. And definitely, and to have that's why the halftime shows always have it's headlined by this person, but we also got this person and this person because mm-hmm. you're trying to draw in as many people and kind of cover all of your bases. Hundred percent. So I, I ain't never had a problem with it one way or another from that perspective. But I'm, you know, I, 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 I see anything nowadays. Anything Rock Nation can put got their hands on pretty much turns Fam. into go. Halftime. I'm trying to get me another slice of pizza and some wings anyway. anyway. I don't even be giving a damn about the halftime. Anyway, show, <laughs> so I'm about to use the bathroom. I'm about to go get, that's, get, but see, that's why. I, that's why I know for a fact, like. That aspect of it is so minute compared to the real game plan. Yeah. So, you know, all that being what it is, you know, it's still going to be all good. And, and, and it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, shoot, man, yeah. everybody in camp. I mean, everybody yeah, it's, in preseason, it's week man. Two, nah, going into week two tomorrow. You know, you got uh, you got one, two, three. You got five preseason games tomorrow. Since it's game two. You may see some of the like week one. You didn't see hardly any of the starters. Nah, like some some teams, to make the team. some teams had their starters out for like one drive or something like that. Right. You may see more teams have their starters out unless they like nursing injuries. So like you're not gonna see Andrew Luck ain't playing none in the um in the preseason. Yeah, Julio Jones ain't playing like certain players. They like look, we I don't need the, to play you in the preseason. Saquon, yeah, like yeah. we don't need to play you because we know what you're gonna do. We're you're yeah. fine. Um. But like I say, so Thursday, like it's not like we care, you know. It's just Eagles and Jags, Jets and Falcons. Um, one of those, I think the Jets and Falcons game would actually be on TV or something. So I might check out the first eight minutes. Uh, and you then, know, at this point, preseason football is just something to turn on and watch. 
I'm not watching it oh, because no oh man, it's football. I, it's, it's about to be amazing. Nah, it's just it's it's something on TV, and you know we talk sports, so it's something to talk about. It's always cool if you can catch maybe a kid from your alma mater, like yeah, you know, you know preseason games yeah. give you opportunity to look at other things. So like like that, like you know. Oh, they got a dude from Western. Okay, let me check him out. You know, Absolutely. let's see what, see what he do. Absolutely. Or, you know, some some dude you may know or just off your favorite team and he ain't a big time superstar, but he out there on special teams trying to make a name for himself. You know, you you want to see that kind of things or that like the dude we talked about. Well, I don't know if we talked about it, but um I think he's for Cleveland. Yeah, it's guy out. from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's sleeping outside trying to keep, just trying to catch a shot. Yep. That kind of stuff. That's what preseason is for. To see that. That's and a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Yeah, that's that was that's a hell of a story by itself. And then that's gonna be one of those stories that that lasts throughout the season. Especially every little thing that he does, you know, on a positive note on the field is go catch some notoriety. So that's going to be good. You know what else happens in preseason? It's the overreaction. Is oh my god, our team is horrible. Oh god! And like, dude, you do know a bunch of players who ain't got a shot to make this team are the ones who are playing most of the game. You're only there for the pure entertainment of seeing people in yeah. pads again. You know, that's the game that I took my son to a football game to say I've taken my son to a football and he game. he definitely don't know. Because I got these <laughs> tickets on the on the low. On the $10 you know, zone. Hey, hey. And we sat close. Yeah, but, I, but you can say you took your, your kid to a football game. There that's it what, is. And that's what counts. Uh, <laughs> um, and speaking of, okay, so now, now we talking. What's up? Dak want real money. Zeke won't wear money. Dak want more money than Carson Wentz. That's all that is. You got to say 40. So the reports coming out now are when, and Carson Wentz part is big because they, Philly did their deal early, Mm -hmm. being scared that Dak would get so much money. And then if they did their deal after Dallas, that Dallas would set the market so damn high mm-hmm. that they have to jump it and pay Carson Wentz so much money. So that's why Philly did their deal when they did because they're like, we can lock him in right now, and he'll, you know, he he got a great deal. But it's not they don't feel like we just totally broke the bank and handcuffed us forever. Mm-hmm. Well, now from what I've been reading, like. Dallas offered them 30 a year. They, ain't, they never said kind of what the guarantee parameters were because that's really what the big part is always with negotiation. Because I can tell you, I'm giving you five years, $130 million. You might see 75 of this, which yeah, ain't bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, ain't no I question. ain't mad if I'm seeing 75 of it. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it is. But um, pretty much, I told you in the chat, I was like, they offered 30. He came, they talking about he won 40. Now, that's not him, the 40 thing. It ain't on record. It's not like legit guaranteed. That's what he said he wants. But pretty much, if Carson Wentz getting thirty three, Dak won thirty four because thirty four would make him the highest paid quarterback. But right. he would be the highest paid quarterback for about seven minutes when the next quarterback gets the new deal next year, it's which which I think is game. probably going to be Pat Mahomes because they already talking like Hell, Pat, it better Pat Mahomes, be. They, well, this will be his. This is his third year, so they probably will. If he ball this year, I'm. Guaranteed they're gonna redo his deal next year to lock him in because he's probably they are talking like he's probably gonna get two hundred million. Mm. Right. 
So no, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, but yeah. every player wants to be like, yeah, I'm the highest paid person but that, at my position. Well, it that, don't matter how long you're the highest paid person. Exactly. You just for one for a segment of time when you Google who is the highest paid at this position for them. That your name was there. Days. Yeah, your name was there. Because remember years ago when. Stafford got his deal, and it was like bought a whole damn internet flip. It was over, like twenty seven million. And like, oh my god, they just gave Stafford twenty seven million. Man, Stafford deal is like number ten now. Exactly. Like Kirk Cousins getting thirty mil guaranteed. Nobody's a year. even talking about it because it was going to be relative to yeah, the market to what it was. Collective bargaining because, agreement, and I mean that's just what it is with, with quarterbacks, especially you, for quarterbacks. First yeah, of all, but and people get that. No nah, man, you what you should do is tank and draft a starting quarterback, and then. You know, you got a quarterback on the cheap. Okay, so what happens if the quarterback shows a little bit of talent and that you need to keep him? You're going to end up, when that next Man. contract comes up, you ain't paying him $12 million. No, the next contract comes up. If he's anywhere of a decent starter, decent starter money in the yeah. NFL is $25 million. And and And, and listen, we're not even just going to get on the fact of, you know how hard it is to find a good quarterback? That shit is difficult. It ain't 32 good starting quarterbacks in the league. It's not. <laughs> you know if, how hard it is like, if a you, good if you get, starter. Yeah, if you got a decent, if you have what a good starter, is hold on to that motherfucker. It's not, fam. I remember <laughs> year, years ago, I used to and I, I didn't argue on Twitter, but it, it, I used to see these comments of dude I used to follow. He used to be like, "Man, Tony Romo ain't nothing but a glorified backup quarterback." And I would be like, that's a starter. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was tripping. I'm like, I know it's cool to to kill Tony Romo and stuff like that. But I'm like, at this point, I'm like, dude, Tony Romo throwing for 4,000 yards and 25 to 30 touchdowns. What am I missing? That, what what part of that said backup? Uh, I, I was like, okay. No part. I used to be like, all right, man. All right, That fam. just goes to show when people don't appreciate what they have. And they just think it's a it's another hot one coming down the pipeline. It's not, dog. It's like, not. Like, all right, fam. Like because that. guess what? The fact that you want to win ten games means you're not even going to sniff that QB that you think is the hottest, the and next hottest like I one. Say, Dallas Fuck got me. lucky that you drafted Zeke in Pure the first round, luck. and then Dak was able to come in because it ain't like Dak lit up the damn league when he came in. Dak came through. And I I know we really can't say these things because you know our ties to but it ain't like he came. But in. respectfully, yeah. he got a feel for the game. No, yo, Dak is no Dak is a damn good starter, and ain't no, ain't no doubt yeah, about that. It, he at all. Like I say, the thirty he gonna get that regardless. But what I'm saying is Dallas got lucky that they drafted a, a late round quarterback, just like Seattle got lucky when they drafted yeah. Russell Wilson. It's the exact same thing. They got lucky. We drafted this dude late in the rounds. Oh shit, we got him. He balling for us. We only got to pay him $2 million for now. We can put all his other money to everywhere on the team. Right. But eventually, yeah, him balling at that $2 million, yeah, it's a great deal. Eventually, you're going to have to pay him. But and you ain't paying him. Oh, we taking you from two to eight. Nah, player. No. <laughs> I'm a quarterback. Listen here. You're taking yeah, me yeah. from two to 30, two to 28, two to 29. Anyway. Right. So. It was going to be that regardless. So the rest of it, everything is all taken care of for him. It's he gonna, just he gonna get thirty four to thirty five, right? The rest of it is pretty. I don't, taken care I don't of. know. I don't know how the Zeke situation money wise. I don't know how that's. Well, it's play always out. trickier for running backs nowadays. Yeah, because guarantee money Zeke and all wants that. the Ty Gurley deal. 
But the problem with that is teams saw Ty Gurley get the money, and now Ty Gurley got bad knees. And they like, so big up to Ty Gurley agent. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't knock Zeke for any of nah. this. You got to make sure you get secure because of the fact you know your knees and hips are going to go out at some point or your feet. So the rest of it is I need security financially for me. You want to secure a top running back, and I already been here. So it ain't what? What you thinking? No, nah, I'm sitting. I'm listening. So it's going to come to a head regardless because if somebody else, if they don't pay him here, He's going to get a check somewhere else. Well, no, nah, because he created. So that means he got to find a way to get out of Dallas <laughs> for them to get some money from somebody else. But no, another team will pay him, but he got to get out. For that to happen, he got to get out of Dallas. And he still got years on the contract. So either way, I ain't mad at him. No, get your money. Yeah. You got to get your money as a running back. Especially as a running back. So the rest of it is just going to be shit. Damn, they got to pay Amari at some point. Yeah, they they got offers out to all three of them right now. They doing they take care of business. Then they got. They to, I mean, they negotiating. I mean, they, I just I just thought it all looked bad when they put out the team value. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that don't, that don't <laughs> it matter, don't mean though. a whole lot because you still shit. got the cap. The fucking the <laughs> fucking Knicks worth billions of dollars. They well, ass. The shit just the shit just don't look. Yeah, <laughs> you look like you're trying to be cheap, and it's like, no, I'm no. not being cheap because I don't want to pay somebody. I'm being cheap because I got to figure out. It's the rules how, of the fucking league. It's like, dude, I got okay. I pay these three dudes next year. I still got four other major defensive players that I got to pay now. And it's like, where are we getting this money from? Because now the money that you were saving, not having to pay this position, this position, this position. Right. You, it ain't The savings ain't there no more. You already got big money invested in your offensive line, which is why you have the best offensive line in the league. So now you got to, you know, you've kept your quarterback upright. And what they saw, we need to invest in our line because Tony Romo got fucking killed out here behind our line. Let's draft a great line. Oh, wow. We got first round picks. Now we got to pay them because they've developed. Okay. Now we got is. a quarterback. You just can't. Yeah. You're not, you it's know. what it is. It's you, <laughs> That's like why I say, general you, managers have jobs. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the cap is going to go up, but you still got to have money to go yeah, around. So is everybody's salary. So, you know. This should be interesting. And, and I, don't, I don't ever in life ever like to talk about quarterbacks unless somebody like to talk about the line. Your quarterback, man, my quarterback ain't shit. How many times your quarterback have been sacked? Because <laughs> yeah, your quarterback can't throw the ball it, if he on his back. It, it's just impossible. It's a but lot at the same time, you got a quarterback with a line. He can play till he fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, you, you picking poison on that one, but you best believe that because it, it, it goes back to that whole you when you hear these that conversations and contracts, you got people that throw out there, but and only because he's a quarterback. People that throw out there, well, Brady took a pay cut. Dog, relax. Sam, stop counting somebody else's money. First of all, don't do that. Second of all, he knew other people needed to get paid in order to win. Yeah. Namely. Yeah, but this is my thing. His financial situation ain't mine. <laughs> it ain't mine either. It ain't mine. Like, Brady could take pay cuts because Brady been in the league 20 years. Yeah. Brady got endorsements. By the time he took Brady that got a rich he had been wife. Like ten years. Yeah, Brady got a rich wife, and he made that money up somewhere else. Both yeah, exactly. of them did. Some way, somehow, none of that mattered. And a lot of that, what I ain't they taking did, a pay cut if I'm Dak or Zeke. Not on nah, my, dog. not on my first contract. Hell no. Nah. Well, the first after your rookie deal. Hell no. Nah. Not a shot. They talk. They've been talking about that in the NBA too. Talking about some. 
uh, and I think it's Colin and um, not not Colin, Skip and Shannon. They're like he always be talking about LeBron. Like he he would see LeBron so much different if LeBron took the pay cut to bring so that he can have other players. I'm like, nah, fam. I'm the best player in the league, and for so many years, I was not the highest paid player. We're not and, doing this now. And in certain sports, you need your best player to be the highest paid player. Is you know, it sets the market for everybody else to get their money and everything. Because well, what happens is, if LeBron starts, LeBron's worth thirty five. LeBron's worth, you know, whatever number you could throw out, he worth it. But if he get out there and he start taking those short, you know, hey, yeah, I'm worth thirty eight million. I'll just take twenty five. No, dog. It's you, you, you messing the market up for other players coming behind you. Everybody's like, yeah, look at what Dirk did. Look at what Tim Duncan did. Yeah, those players were also declining by the time that they started taking discounted deals. They weren't still top <laughs> top five, top seven players. LeBron no, they were they were declining duh. big time by the time they started taking those minuscule deals. And some of it, like like Dirk, the last few years, they're like, yeah, well, Dirk took less money to stay. You know, he just took money to stay around. Because Dirk had a whole lot of DMPs, coach's decision or not dressing. and You can't count them no more. Yeah. Like, Tim Duncan wasn't the dominant Tim Duncan mm-hmm. his last couple years. Tim Duncan Tim, put him like 14, he was, <laughs> 15. He was the voice of the team, and he held the team together as the heart and the leader of that team. Right. But who took over? Kawhi. That's how Kawhi became who he is. That was right at the point that happened. Yeah, he passed Tim Duncan passed the mantle to Kawhi Leonard, and he started becoming. I'm the man on the floor. Tim Duncan is the man in the locker room. I'm excited to see the Clippers play, and never thought I'd say that since the last day, since the days of uh, you know D Miles and Q Richardson and all them guys. I'm excited. I'm excited to see them boys play. Um, it's, It's experience. It's youth. It's coaching. It's virtually everything you want to see out is defense. It's everything you want to see out of a team. Well, I, but I, when I tell you if LA, if the Clippers win a championship, well, you can't. They go, they buying a stadium. They win a championship. They already buying a stadium. They already, they already. Ballmer's already building a stadium okay, in Inglewood. Well, there it is. Then because he like I want. That's to probably be, the first thing he wanted to do anyway. I, yeah, he, was he like, got the money. Well, you know, he's like, I got to get in here, get our get our team going. He thinking about. Because remember they um they changed to the L A Clippers they so they where it's like the Los Angeles Lakers they LA. like we like we the L A Clippers you know we Period. we are totally different than them dudes over there yep. but of course they want a stadium because now you don't want to just be considered the La- you're always going to be secondhand to the Lakers no especially doubt. in their in their stadium yeah you know hey yeah yeah that's great yeah y'all y'all this Laker town no you want your own venue your own environment. And I get it. And he got the money to do it. I mean, and he building it out of his money. No no taxpayer money, none of that. And that was the beauty I, of his I, ownership. I've seen the renderings of the stadium that he's trying to, the arena he's going to build. And I mean, at this point, he just looking at his stadium like, all right, let this Warrior Stadium get built. Let me see what they got. All right. No question. Let me do this because I'm about to tap that shit. Because they no already question. said the Warriors' new stadium about to be nuts. In San Fran. Boy, they, <laughs> it's a direct plug in the Silicon Valley. So, yes. Yeah, they're going to have all um, Let's go into some music real quick, man. We're going to get out of here at the 930 spot. I'm about to say, yeah. I'm gonna say, I don't even want to talk about who's, man. Because next week, come next week or whenever our next show is, because, you know, we got some. We got some college we got, football previews. We got some schedule week, changes bro. coming up soon. 
and everything. But yeah, college football starts. College football starts next week. Next Saturday is Miami and Florida. Game first game of the year in Orlando. So next Saturday, I'm gonna be at a, I'm gonna be at my homeboy wedding. But before the wedding, I'm gonna be sitting there watching game day and getting hyped for college football. Luckily, he didn't do this on the first weekend of Michigan playing. I've I've had a friend get married the first weekend. Michigan played. It did not end well. It ended and with neither with, did the marriage. No, 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 not that one. Oh, not that one. Nah. What's wrong with you, man? Oh, I thought you were talking about mine. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, this one, this ended with Michigan losing to Appalachian State. Oh! 2008. Seven. Seven. Shit. Seven. I, we were in line. Well, you sure know how to reopen wounds for yourself, don't you? Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Dog, it's August. Every August, I come around, I'll be like, man, begin the season. Damn, we have a nightmare and shit. <laughs> oh man, time. but no, nah, college football, new, new hope, new. Just hey, man, you know how I feel about college football, dog. So. Shit, you amazing, blew it out yeah, today. It's exactly, I got it on today. It's next week. We well, we got the next Michigan starts off with Middle Tennessee, and we go from there. All right, so in the hip hop world, man, you got a couple things out here. Um, well. Most importantly, Rick Ross dropped Port of Miami 2. It was Vintage Ross. Production was tight, um, in my opinion. And I hate the, I hate that this happens, but it's like, man, I wish he'd have picked Nas beats. Because <laughs> you would, if you take Think of Nas' voices, voice on fucking Port of Miami beats. Man, because he's been on a song with him before, and that shit just flows like effortless. Okay, so I got I got this hot take, and I'm gonna get killed. I already oh, know, geez, but we've geez. had this conversation in our in my own personal groups and stuff. So what the hell is that on the screen that just happened? I don't know, man. They they doing the, they yeah. doing their own player intros for yeah. the girls. She was doing some dance, and I was just like, "What the hell was that?" Just but kids, um, man. Man, I don't mean nothing. Yeah. No rhythm is no rhythm. Um, it's true. Ross, it's a cool album. I don't know how much I'm gonna go back to it. Because well, Vintage Ross, every Ross album sounds the same at this point. Yeah, because Ross Ross has one cadence, one rap flow, never changed. It Ross sounds the production is Port of Miami too. The same. Sounds like Teflon Don. Sounds like Port of Miami. Sounds All like <laughs> Maybach music. All that. Ross sounds exactly the Mastermind. same on, on every. Album, so it's like at some God point I'm like, I don't, oh, you man. know, you guys, you guys, which songs. ain't a bad thing. That's no, the Ross, beauty of it. Ross knows his lane, and Ross has mastered it, and he is great at it. And that motherfucker, it just makes for it just slapping. Ma- it just makes for like I just it gets repetitive, so I don't want to hear it. And the rest of it, I mean, I love the fact that he is that consistent. You know what you go get out of him. He continues to evolve as a businessman and a per- and a person. And I usually like to get into that stuff before I listen to the album. I, nah. That's just me, man. Me, look, dog. All that, all all your extracurriculars, dope. Love it. I'm salute, man. What I your album it. sound like? Because all your good shit you do 
ain't gonna make me if your album trash it's not gonna make me feel like your album is good because you're a good person and you do all these other great things and you're so smart it no man it can do that no, for me no fam it if might do album, that for if me if your album ass dog is ass not that Ross album is ass or <laughs> not but I'm saying for for anybody I can't go into that with that oh, with that kind of you know with that kind of information that cause it might it's gonna be like well you know man, man he out there doing it though yeah dog but this album ain't it yeah but when you stop his fire <laughs> You're right. And I had some checkers fries fresh off the plane last weekend in Detroit. Fresh off that boy. That's what I got to do when I get As soon as you get off that I goddamn, as soon as you get your, no. you know the route, goddamn. Oh, yeah. It's a checkers right there by the airport. That boy right there on <laughs> right the there. same, all <laughs> rental car road. Yes. Make a left. <laughs> Fucking checkers. Checkers right there. Well, I took a picture of that motherfucker. I, I meant to post it on get, social get media. Some checkers in a Buford. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> yes. don't don't act like you ain't used to eat big Buford's. Dog, I worked at rallies one day in high school, <laughs> but the claustrophobia just killed me, and I was like, I can't, I can't work dog, in this hut. Rallies checkers is smaller than a church's chicken, <laughs> and church's chicken might be the smallest <laughs> restaurant ever. Oh. That shit, rallies and checkers giving it a run, dog, and that's the same fucking place. Yeah, that no, no, yeah, it no. It's one. Remember when rallies first opened at the crib and they had like the double drive through? He was like, "Oh, these dudes!" Like by they the time doing it, like by the time you got to the window, your food was ready and everything. Like I'm the passenger and I ain't got to yell over. Right, you were like okay, and then slowly but surely, Ugh. that wait time is <laughs> <laughs> long in the bitch. But when it's all said and done, best fries in the game is Checkers. You can't give me a better fry. Checkers, them bitches, fast food fries, they got the best fast food fries. They got the best fast food fries out here. I challenge the motherfuckers to name me a better fry. I can't do it. I go there and get them shits dolo with a small cherry cola, and I get on I ninety four to wherever the fuck I'm going after that. I'm smooth. But back to this Ross album. Just as a uh, you know, just as a glance, the rich nigga lifestyle track is dope with Nipsey. I gotta throw that one out there first. The bogus charms one is funny. I like it. I like the name, but that one's dope with me. The Swiss Beast one's big time. It's cold. Even got one with Days Love. That one's pretty good. I like that like, one. Like no, it's a solid album. I just mm-hmm. know that I'm not gonna listen to it again. Shit. I just that's I just know that. Well, I'm like that with most Ross albums, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. Like, you know, it. you know how I am. Like, I got certain artists where I can acknowledge that your album is good. I just don't you ever want to listen to it. Again. Yeah. Um. Now, the next question is because I mean, you still got a lot of stuff that drop. You got this whole collab, Hot Girl Summer collab with Trash. Meg Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Trash. Um, Blueface got a track, Dirt Rag. Most oh, horrible man. rapper ever. Dude, yeah, not dude really. cannot rap on beat. Dude is not a fan. Dude, not a fan he works in Silk the Shocker rapping on beat. And Silk the Shocker funny. might be the worst <laughs> rapping on beat, non rapping on beat rapper ever. I, well, I, I know Silk the Shocker did it on purpose, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, and I'm I was, pretty sure he did it on up, purpose. I though. was listening to No Limit on my way to the show today. So, yes, I know this. But no, Blueface is worse than Silk the Shocker. Blueface is worse than Mr. Servon. Nah, for all my old No Limit heads, y'all know Mr. Servon was like the worst rapper ever. Mr. Servon's pretty bad. It, but he always spelled his name in the song. He's gonna he was gonna spell his name out. He is oh, he was horrible. Shit. Blueface is worse than this dude. So he really he could he'll rap off beat when there's no beat. 
That's what's fucked up about that guy. I can't handle it, man. <laughs> Coming from he a southern be, rap enthusiast. He hear the beat in his head. It is, he, hear, he hear the offbeat beat in his head. Like, there it is. I catch That's it. The one. I'm catching it on the, on the two and four. So what's, what's dropping? You know what's dropping soon? Outside of uh, Rhapsody in a couple weeks. Uh, we did. We, th- we threw that out uh, there earlier. Freddie Gibbs and Madlib put out a track. They for put out another track. Swim, yeah. So, okay. With Oh No, too. Adult, I heard that favorites. earlier. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Adult Swim is doing a tour or, or, mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that, a concert yeah, or something. a festival maybe. I can't remember. Which makes so much sense because a lot of my favorite, or in my mind at the time, it was say like 2000, like six, seven, maybe even a little earlier. I That's when I discovered MF Doom. Oh, man. He's one of my well, favorites. That was my second, re- that was my reintroduction was that to the, uh, MF Doom. Was that the Danger Doom album? It was ultimately Ooh, like was Danger Doom, because um, you still had like, because I, I know they did the one album and I bought it too. I probably, I think I still have it. It was like the ghost, uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast yeah, with the interludes the, uh, and all that. <laughs> space Ghost. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's how you know I'm not lying about that's this. It had, like, it had like the uh, Aqua Teen characters mm-hmm. reading Doom. Aqua Teen, Hunger Force. Yeah. So they would, they would always be in the midst of the commercial breaks and then, but, but no, that album, no, Take that back. That album had the Aquatine Hunger Force in the lose. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that right. was. But Space Ghost Coast to Coast was I think he, there was always a, on. I think there's a song on there with Space Ghost in it. Probably I so. I haven't listened to that album in ages. Probably so. They but do a lot of it good all stuff falls. Like I mean, but this Man Lib was right in the midst of all right. that. Yeah. So him flying Lotus was was one of the dudes Fly that was doing all that. There you go. So all yeah, of that. This new one is with uh, Oh No. And he's one of my favorites, man. I he's saw that a big too. Tom Underground dude and yeah, Mad Lib and Ono oh are supposed to do an album at some point this year. Shut the fuck up. What's the name last week? I I got it. I downloaded it. I ain't had a chance to listen to it. What was um, that? Murs and Ninth put out an album. Yeah. Oh, that had oh, that yeah. was last week. Shit. Where's BG BG's doing something responsible right now? No. Uh Blackmail put out an album. I gotta die. Like say, last week with my mom being here, I didn't listen to it. Really. I think that's his second one this year. Black Milk. Is it? It might be. It might have been real late last year. We saw year. Black Milk uh, a couple live years ago. A few years ago. It was like about 20 of us. And that shit. I yeah. Mean, it was literally about 20, 30 of us. Dallas. It was down in Deep Ellum. It yeah. was miss. And it was before Deep Ellum really popped, popped. Yeah. Like now, it was, was kind of dope. Hit that was a dope week, though. What? Dog, this is the week. We, we binged out NCAA tournament. Week one. I'm we, talking like hell yeah, 930 games. games. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. We had. We had three TVs, a laptop. Three? Oh, yeah. Okay, you keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. We had, th- we, yeah, we had like three TVs set up and a laptop. We had food. We So Thursday we went to – no, Tuesday was the Black Milk concert. We went to that that night. Thursday the tournament games started. Then we went to the Royce concert. Oh, damn. Nope. No, Thursday. The prime, it was the Prime concert. We went to the prime concert. And we went to the, we watched the games, then we went to the prime concert. The Black Milk was one of the game nights. The Black Milk was the Thursday night games. Was it? I thought that was yeah. like on a Tuesday. The Black Milk was the Thursday night games because okay. I knew they that, I know it was that same it was week. Still games going on. We was in that small uh that bar yeah. venue. Oh then, yeah, you're right. It was. Right. Cuz we also No, those are it was. There was a Tuesday. It was those were the play-in games. That's what it was. Right, it was the play-in play game. games, and then Thursday night. I just night, remember seeing games on the TV. Yeah, Thursday night we went to the we went to the Roy show, and then Friday we sat there and watched basketball again all day. 
Even oh, the night game. Then we went out to the club dang. that night. Then by Saturday, we was all like, fuck I don't want, We was like, I don't want to watch basketball <laughs> no, no sun, more. No, by Sunday, I was watching golf. Like, fuck all <laughs> like I don't even want to watch. No, I was watching dog. golf and taking a nap. Man, what? And I was watching on a laptop. I was in bed done. <laughs> fuck all that shit. That was a long weekend. A hell of a week. long fucking weekend. But i never forget it. I'm going to do it again it at some fun. point. But oh, geez, Louise. Um, On Friday... Currency come out with a new joint, which means that's gonna be dope. Your favorite, Chief Keith got one. My, I figured I could throw a shot out there. Uh, the dudes from Quality Control, like so that's like Migos crew and all yeah. of them. They got a compilation coming out, which I mean, I won't hear that. Uh, Snoop mm-hmm. got an album coming out. Snoop, out. Snoop was a. I want to thank me. Okay, better fucking yeah. The, the only song I've heard is the one with Swiss Beats. Well, Snoop, that, yeah. Snoop was on a uh, car test with uh, Elliot Wilson. Or huh. I saw a glimpse of that. Uh, I saw a clip of that through. He was like in a Bentley coupe, all black with yellow uh, rims. Okay. Also still a shit. If you all say right. so. Yeah. I want to see. So next week, so not next week, the 23rd, TM 104. Oh. Jeezy last album wasn't hitting. Jeezy last couple hours. <laughs> like I say, once you once you roll into the lane of you trying to be a responsible adult and you know you want to make change, dog, you you can't be the snowman no more. Nah, so I can't I can't expect to get thug motivation from you. You know when I stopped when I really realized like all that shit was in his past and when he was getting interviewed and he was ordering sushi and I was like, you know what. This is really not as believable anymore. <laughs> I like sushi too, but I also have been Snow- living in suburbs. Snowman ain't not. Snowman just don't hit. It just don't hit the same no more. It don't. It really don't. And that's okay. You know, snowman started getting out there rocking skinny jeans and man, listen here, and brunch boots. Oh, uh, listen, <laughs> listen here. I'm gonna need you to start discussing the real problems of your life now, because that's what matters to me. Yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out though because it's Jeezy. But yeah, this last time I remember it last time I was like, Look, I'm gonna need you to show me how to get this shit off my credit report. If you want to make me listen, Jeezy, snowman then, my ass, you need to be TransUnion man. And then at the end of the month on the 30th, Common got a new joint, and then Joel Ortiz got a new album. So ooh, I'm I'm gonna be all over that. And lastly, the last thing I want to talk about that's I'm I'm glad you said Joel Ortiz because it's Joel Ortiz adjacent. They got this back. They got this uh, this double headed interview between him and Nicki Minaj, and that listen, listen. I only could listen to the Nicki Minaj clips from her uh, podcast, yeah. so I was able to f- listen to the Joe Budden podcast version. It doesn't matter. She's just as fucking erratic and bipolar on the on yeah, either he, one. He did Queen Radio Tuesday. He did Queen Radio Monday. Right. Then she did his pod. Yes, and technically today. She's, I ain't she's to the victim. She's been bullied. And there are all these things that have just, you know, come against her and her rap career. And at the end of the day, you're a goddamn delusional liar. I heard she you've said. you elevated to the top of, yeah, you know, no the rap up. game for years now. I heard so. she said, it's so much harder when you don't have radio behind you or everything. And I'm what? Like, like, wow, really? Most of the people I listen to don't have radio. No, nah. <laughs> who does? Right, only the biggest. Yeah, the big yeah. Who can pay? It ain't even just that, but it's it's just a lot of these kind of like uh, Monique esque 
delusional ass <laughs> delusional ass rhetoric as if you haven't had one of the most successful rap careers that we've witnessed in the history of rap. Let alone as a woman artist, that part don't even come into the equation. We just know you're a household name. You were one of the you're part of one of the best rap families in the history of hip hop. And not even from your coast. You went to a southern label from the East Coast and never we don't care about you more or less like uh kind of like promoting your sexuality. Now you're a woman, you got control over that a hundred times over because you don't have no track record of getting Having a bunch of guys run through you, so yeah. none of that that should be all talk. Same thing with like a little Kim, Foxy Brown, whoever that that have gone in that direction with their rhymes, Cardi, whatever. It don't matter. But the real deal of it is, you mean to tell me that your success just ultimately didn't come from hard work, great connections, a great label, and you can't even ultimately be thankful for that? Like you think that shit is all about? You being a fucking victim, that shit is disgusting. See, the thing dog. is, what it is is that in music, everybody got their run, man. It's all about runs. Every, yeah. Everybody ain't blessed to be Hove. And even Hove, when Hove put out an album, people stop. But it ain't like Hove run the music industry and run the streets when his album dropped. I mean, uh-huh. you know, 444 came out, it did its thing, and people was like, oh, yeah, we love grown Hove. Ask people how many people still listen to the album. Not many. You go back and listen to old. I old. bought the CD and I don't oh, yeah, listen I to own that, it. Yeah. But I still you know love what he did. Yeah, I like I like the album, but you know you just go back and listen to Oho because it's you know them jams slap a little bit harder. But the thing with music is, at some point, your it's run over, ends. It, the run is just the run well, from the run aspect. Yeah, you can and still then you branch. You off. can still be relevant and still put out dope music and still do this. You may not be the megastar. And the the name off the tip of everybody's tongue, as soon as you say, you know, female artist, the first person, you, no, you may not be that because it's just fans get, you know, hip hop trends younger anyway. Right. So, right. Ain't you no gotta, doubt. you know, unless you're gonna make music to try to keep up with that demographic, no, nah, you're not gonna stay hot. You know, you don't, you're gonna put your music out and then, but the true test of a good artist. Is when they make consistent consistent music, and your true hardcore core fans they support you all the way through. Well, there's a lot of is everything you said conjoined with the fact of listen. At some point, you got to venture off to do other things you're good at, and make that relevant to what you do. How do you conjoin that? With your hip hop career And make something else out of it I don't care what it is I don't care if it's E-40 with liquor And alcohol I don't care if it's uh, You know Shit 50 Cent and acting I don't care if yeah. it's Hove and just business In a nutshell Shit T-Pain fell off A long time ago He's been all over TV The last few years Oh yeah Well And T-Pain T-Pain don't get the credit He deserves Man he? listen It ain't a club It ain't a club That rocks Since about two thousand. Look, one five, uh, probably five. Look earlier than five, slightly. No, nah, we was in college. No, we was later in college, so I say four or five. So let's go. Okay, yeah, let's go four. From all his discography or or, or his discography hits, that shit put the motherfuckers on back to back to back at a bar right now, and they go all go. T Pain got some bangers, so mm-hmm. there should be no one. It it at the end. 
you know, whether it be him, Pharrell, it's just different ones. Usher, people don't want to hear about you being no victim. You're too talented to be the victim. And you ain't even grooming nobody. Are you grooming the next female artist or artist, period? Because Wayne ain't had no run, per se. Yeah. Wayne ran, run ended. Wayne Wayne had a crazy run. And then who did he groom? Yeah. Drake and fucking Nicki. The dude who fucking run is ridiculous. And the dude who run is ridiculous. He eating off of that. So what's going to be his job? I got to groom the next run. Yeah. Only problem is... The people Drake be trying to groom, he just end up taking they hits and stuff and making it his own. You know, that could be a problem. You know, <laughs> like they come out with a banger, he be like, "Oh, that shit slap." We gonna put that on my album. But at the end of the day, that's still the idea. You know? but, but you gonna get a look for it. You know, hell yeah. You know, nah. Oh, you gonna this, still you gonna make money from written it? Written by Phil Newkirk. This ain't going on your album though, player. <laughs> <laughs> this for me. But your album gonna come out because now you was on my album, so that's gonna make your album people gonna want to hear it even more. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. You gonna have to do a full be- hour long Breakfast Club interview before anybody say, "Oh, that was you." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that <laughs> was me. Yeah, you know. Is that what happened with the Tory Lanez thing? Not to get into that. Nah, I mean, but it's a couple dudes like that. That's kind of like the weekend. Uh, okay, okay. Party yeah, next yeah. door. I just uh, started thinking about Toronto Division. people. That was right at the top. You know, yeah, he got a couple dudes who've been like who down with OVO and be like okay, and they just be in the laboratory together. But he be the he's at the top. Yeah, of he yeah. But he should be still because he still got the energy for let, it. Let me get, let, let me get the bangers. I, I could take the banger farther than you. If I get on your banger <laughs> and put my name on it, it's gonna go. But if it's just you by yourself. You know, it might bang, but it ain't gonna bang like I can make it bang. Oh God, that's fucking hilarious! But we not gonna put this on your album. <laughs> that's what we gotta make sure. This going on my next album. <laughs> Love the crew. <laughs> Case in point, right. <laughs> that's it. So, hey man, at the end of the day, I tried to listen to the the whole uh, hour long joint with Nikki and Button. I, I think it was an hour long, man. By the time she get to fucking hollering and screaming and shit and it's like and then you could just hear the blood in my mind it's like the the it's like the best sarcasm ever coming from Rory and Maul <laughs> and Joe because they don't feed into her screaming <laughs> they just get more mellow right <laughs> and she's just constantly screaming she just sat there and she had accused Rory of saying that she can't speak up for herself he never even said it I said that's gonna be a tough position to be in if the sexual shit it will not sexual shit that somebody said you said and you right there in front of me like I never said that but that's gotta be fucking difficult but anyway we could get ready to wrap this up man you ain't what's the the use of arguing going back and forth you're not gonna win that discussion it ain't even there to win it your best bet you can't win it so just there's 86 and then be like all right. your best bet is damn near to just you know let that undertone a sarcasm just ride because that shit there is not going to die <laughs> at all. That fuck, that motherfucker's crazy, man. That motherfucker is is crazy. She put on her, she was on her podcast like, and if anybody, and my husband got something to send y'all to or whatever. I was like, damn, he just got out of jail. You already trying to put him in some shit. <laughs> he fresh out, dog. I know one thing. Wendy's, <sighs> Wendy's brought back spicy nuggets. So I'm sure now Hell to go yeah. hit them shits. I'm going after this. Right, because I'm looking like, man, I t- told y'all my lunch tales from the day. So. It's not a bad call. Yeah, spicy, spicy nuggets <laughs> represent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Scalpel Sports Report. <laughs> Thank you for so much for tuning in. What happens when you get sleepy at night? Check us out on YouTube. We go make sure we on the rest of these platforms YouTube. officially. I got to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, All that. YouTube. I think, See, I I think that. it's a problem with the rest of them for some odd reason. No, you gotta you, check that no, out. No, iTunes loads. I get that. Right, I get that. it every week. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, definitely that. Me. Appreciate it, man. On. Oh, oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> I just moved my body from side to side. Oh. Scott was wonderful. Happy holiday, everybody. Oh. <laughs>